Fierce Fan Media. Every motherfucker has to say. I know. Except for men. I don't want to hear shit about what men have to say about this. Oh, we've heard enough from men, don't you think? Yeah, but they can speak to give their opinion. I think we've heard enough from fucking men for now. Thank you. Why don't you fucking sit down if you have testicles? Yeah. Sit down. Sit down until we call on you. There you go. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the weekly wind down. <laughs> As you heard, Jean's decided to grace us with her presence today, but I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the new age old school mom. I'm Stacy, the political princess. I'm Erin, the geeky gal, though. I'm Julie, the not so lipstick lesbian. And I am Jean, the feisty feminist. And if there was ever a fucking oh. podcast for me to be on, tonight is the night. She is the, fi- <laughs> she is the feistiest of feminists right now. Yes, poor shizzle. Wow. All right. So we decided to record tonight instead of Friday because I'm sure you've all figured out why. But let's just go through before we start hammering it away and give... Like, not a dissertation, but like a two-word response that you had when the news started coming in last night. Just two words. Handmaid's Tale. Okay. <laughs> Good. Uh, holy fuck. Good. Hillary was right. Sorry, that was three. That's okay. Yeah, but that's okay. I guess mine was damn like my daughters my daughters fuck yeah julie mine's more than two words but it was like is this really happening mm-hmm. yeah mine was i fucking called it yeah. <laughs> like that i like remember when we were talking about how we hope we're wrong but like mm-hmm. here's worst case scenario and with all these fucking justices yeah i hope we're wrong but here's what could happen so it fucking happened. We we were being way optimistic when we were saying that. Yeah, I think I think we have to toe a line sometimes that you don't want to like fear monger and cause unnecessary like anxiety, but I think it's important to continue to be like realistic in these situations because of the power that these nine individuals do hold. Um and I mean, right. The cynic the cynicism in me was kind of just like Elections have consequences. This is, we all knew this was a possibility when Trump got elected. And before I got like really angry, I remember I I asked Lex, I was like, is this, and I mean, of course it's not solely Nick Bruno's fault. Like obviously her dad, like whatever, but I'm like, this is what they wanted. This, this is what they voted for. Like, I hope they're happy. I hope they get everything that they want out of this. Was it worth it? Like, so much anger at, and now that is, I've transitioned that into, I'm really angry at the people that didn't vote for Hillary in 2016. Listen, I wasn't a big fan of hers either, but you know what? You know what's better than this? Because she would have appointed the Supreme oh, Court yeah. justices and we wouldn't be in this position. We'd have universal health care by now. We'd have 1% uh, t- um, what interest rates on student loans, because that was her plan wasn't to eliminate it, it was to charge 1% interest rates on student loan plans like the world would just look very different had um, people voted for Hillary Clinton instead of Trump. And I saw a lot of active TikToks today about blaming Ruth Bader Ginsburg for this. And while I think, well, okay, so let's be realistic, though. 
she could have retired. She could have retired while Obama was early on in office. She knew she was sick. But I think that is short-sighted as well. And it's easy to channel your anger against someone that we were devastated by who they replaced Ruth Bader Ginsburg with. But let's not forget, and I just want to preface it with this because I appreciate a lot of the commentary about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I think there is some anger warranted. But all of those rights we were talking about before we started recording, our right to own property as women, our right to have bank accounts as women, our right to reproductive health as women came from Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So I think if you're going to yep. talk about her holding up a seat, which, yes, I think she was guilty of that. I think her ego got in the way. You don't become a Supreme Court justice without some type of ego. She knew she was brilliant. She knew she was a trailblazer. You have to also talk about all of the things that happened because of Ruth Bader Ginsburg also. And I just don't want her memory to be turned into this. Well, if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't have Amy Coney Barrett because there's no guarantee that Mitch McConnell would have sat. So when he held up Merrick Garland, so like, let's, let's hold off on the hatred for uh, RBG just a little bit. There's plenty of blame to go around plenty of it. And I don't think it falls on RBG. I mean, we can blame the Senate for spending 50 years and not codifying Roe versus Wade into, you know, an actual, uh, law that could be enforced and implemented. They, they've sat on the heels of the Supreme Court decision. Like there's there's plenty of blame to go around. So I just had to get that off my chest. 100% agreed. I, I had a brief moment of anger at RBG, but then I remembered when, when, when RBG, when Obama was in office, the, the Republicans had a full on grasp of, of the Senate. And, and you're right. They Not the first two years, but yeah. I mean, absolutely. And, and, and so I, I had my moment where I was like, come on, RBG, you, 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 you had the foresight to see this coming. But then I also am like, I totally agree with you. She, she was 50 fucking years ahead of her time. And, and I understand that she was trying to preserve the seat mm-hmm. for as long as she possibly could. And, and, and if it was within her, her power, man, she would have fucking lived to be a hundred to preserve women's rights if she could. Well, we, we have to get out of this, this practice mindset of all of our heroes are infallible because they're, they're still human. RGB was still human. She still made mistakes. And like when Democrats had the supermajority was the first two years Obama was in office. You're talking about 2008 to, to 2010. She lived another 10 years. So it, Right. I understand now that hindsight Monday morning quarterbacking is an easy thing to do, especially when it comes to, oh, because of one Supreme Court justice, we're in this situation. So I understand the inclination, especially because people are just so fucking angry. So I get it. It's like low hanging fruit. Right. But again, we wouldn't have even had half these rights without not just Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but women like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who's helps lay the foundation of feminism for our modern society. She was one of many, one of hundreds that did the work. She just happened to be more visible than others. So it's like Susan B. Anthony was not flawless. She had a lot of racist views. She held black women back for years, years, but it doesn't take away from what she did either. No, so, no, but can we get into these fucking assholes? Yeah, please. I just wanted to preface I'm, RBG. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm Go just ahead. so mad okay let's hear so, it. righteous fury here all right it. all right here we go first of all samuel alito alito can fuck all the way off like two or three times he has an invitation to to one two thrice <laughs> to 
So you know what? He could get fucking COVID. He could fucking yeah, get he COVID. He could just suck fuck. a back six for all I care. I'm real over it. The especially because the the um like the opening line in that opinion is that Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. Like that's fucking disgusting. Disgusting. But what I would like to point out is these three fucking idiots that Trump nominated, what each of them said about Roe v. Wade during their confirmation hearings. Because even though we knew what they thought, it's still like they all were anti-abortion for fucking forever, but they flat out lied under oath during their confirmation hearings and it's not okay. So Neil Gorsuch and his fucking Kendall plastic hair, he said- (laughs) And this is after he, let's see, he had wrote, he had authored a book about euthanasia. So he had obviously written about like the taking of a life by another person being wrong and blah, 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 blah. But he said, when he was asked, how could you, he talked about, you know, the paper he wrote and they said, how could you square that statement with legal abortion? And he said, the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court of the United States has held that Roe v. Wade that a fetus is not a person for the purposes of the 14th Amendment. And the book explains that. And they said, do you accept that? And he said, that's the law of the land. I accept the law of the land, Senator. Senator, Yes. Fucking liar. No, you don't. Then we move on to just my least favorite human being, probably at least top 10, Brett Kavanaugh. I'd say top five. Top five. (laughs) He said- I like beer. I, j- I like beer. And all stupid I like names. beer too, but not enough to fucking like I don't, Kavanaugh. I don't know what the devil's triangle is. Is it a beer? I don't know. So <laughs> fucking stupid. Remember how he cried like a big baby? He was so emotional. Because he's a big bitch. That's oh, why. He is. Big old bitch baby. Would you like a little refresher on what he said about abortion? Yep. He love said. It. I would love that. All right. He said, let's see. So his position on Roe v. Wade in light of a reported 2003 email he wrote as a lawyer in the Bush White House, challenging that the decision was settled law of the land. As a general proposition, I understand the importance of the precedent set forth in Roe v. Wade. Diane Feinstein asked him, what would you say your position is today on a woman's right to choose? He said, as a judge, it is important, it is an important precedent of the Supreme Court. By it, I mean Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey have been affirmed many times. Casey is precedent on precedent. Fuck you. Choke on the dick, Gorsuch. (laughs) And then... That was Kavanaugh. That was Kavanaugh. Choke on on Gorsuch's dick. Let them all (laughs) choke on dicks. At least they won't get anybody pregnant by doing that. I mean, you might. Kavanaugh's a bitch. Right. And then Amy Coney Barrett. Ugh. Ugh. Fuck right. Her. Right. Just ugh. That's how I feel about her, too. So what a she twat said she was real <laughs> careful in all of her comments when she said she thought Roe v. Wade was not a super precedent. Um, when asked about it by Amy, Klob- Amy Klobuchar, she said she did not find the case to be so well settled that no political actors and no people seriously push for their overruling. She said, I'm answering a lot of questions about Roe, which I think indicates that Roe doesn't fall in that category. And scholars across the spectrum say that it doesn't mean that Roe should be overruled, but 
descriptively, it does mean that it's not a case that everyone has accepted and doesn't call for its overruling. Um, but even as a law school professor, she signed a 2006 newspaper ad calling for overturning of the law's barbaric legacy. And she got questioned about that too. And she said, I signed that almost 15 years ago in my personal capacity as a private citizen. And now I'm a public official. I signed it on the way out of church. It was consistent with my views of my church and simply said we'd support the right to life from conception to natural death. But then she said- They should immediately lose tax-exempt status. 100%. But then here's when she said that even though she's a faithful Catholic, she told senators that her personal moral religious views won't impact her judicial decision-making. Fucking lies. What a- lie oh, i hate her she's a, she's a immediately what i think of the handmaid's tale she is what what i think oh she'd for sure be serena joy for oh, sure serena joy but serena yeah. joy in the book yeah, She's not total, like, yeah, no, Serena not, 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 right, not hot Serena Joy in the TV show. <laughs> oh, not her revenge, fucking finger. Senior Joy. <laughs> even without her finger, I love her. <laughs> right, she's she's a fucking commander's wife because she's too privileged to be a fucking Martha. Yep. So fuck but her. She will, but she'll not have her decision-making ability any longer because women can't hold office. But, you know, she'll still think she's hot shit. She's not. Because, listen, lady, <laughs> your rights will get taken away too, you fucking cunt. Can't, yeah. Can't the, other, can't the other women on the Supreme Court just beat her ass? I don't know, but you know what I want to call them all, all uh, Samantha B? Feckless cunts. (laughs) Feckless is just the best. Feckless. They are are the cuntiest of the cunty. They ride around in their douche canoes. So one of the interesting things about the the uh, majority opinion that was released. And again, it's it was a first draft, meaning that the wording could change. Different justices that are going to sign on to the opinion could edit it. They could add or subtract phrases and words and, and, and different elements to it. So it is not the final version that we're going to see. But it, it is indicative of who's actually voting for it. And I do find it interesting that Roberts isn't signing on to it because he's such a proponent for... Right his personal belief is so hardcore against Roe. Um, I think he kind of sees this as egregious though, because of the wording of this particular document, there's a lot more at stake than simply abortion rights, which let's just call them women's health rights, because that's essentially what it comes down to because they're not carving out exceptions for the way it's written now. They're not carving out exceptions for rape, incest, sexual assault, tubal uh, libation pregnancies like they're not they're not no they're in health of the mother there's no right. there's no carve outs for like any of those things so i think the wording of that is egregious and then because he's going after also the um unenumerated rights meaning mm-hmm. listen like we were just talking about and i don't know if we were already recording yet but unenumerated rights the literal translation is rights that are afforded to people um, that aren't explicitly written in the constitution. So like how, how Roe is worded and how 
um, gay uh, marriage equality is worded is it's part of pursuit of happiness or pursuit of liberty, which you can you can find causation for in the 14th Amendment and in certain parts in the Fourth Amendment because of privacy, your right to privacy. So when he words it as essentially going after unenumerated rights, we're talking about women's right to own property. We're talking about women's right to have a bank account because yeah. you know what's not in the Constitution? Fucking women. Because it wasn't yeah. written yeah. for us. 100%, yeah. So 100%. you won't see us explicitly identified oh. in any of the Constitution the way you will man, men, mm. because they are explicitly identified. So all of the rights that we have garnished since uh, since the inception of the Constitution can go out the window because they're unenumerated. They don't come explicitly from the Constitution. If Alito and Thomas and Gorsuch, uh, the, the dumpy five have their way, because we don't have any rights in the eyes of the of, of the founders who they've essentially right. created into gods in their own mind. And it's just if if you think this is as bad as it gets, you're wrong. This is not as bad as it gets. This is just the beginning if they have it their way. We talked about it last week, how you see the GOP right now taking aim at public education. Teachers are quitting in droves, droves. Public education is not going to be able to stand on its own two feet and they're pushing it and they're putting all of these, you can't talk about this and you can't talk about history and you can't talk about race and you can't talk about gay people. Like, trying to push teachers out because let's be honest. It's straight you, up Handmaid's Tale. Well, you like, know, it, they it, don't it, make it, enough I mean, money to totally deal with this is. shit. And they're pushing it so that they can privatize education so that they can teach what they want so they can indoctrinate a whole nother generation because they don't watch the way Generation Z is being raised. Like, they don't like it. So they want to create it, which is funny coming from the party that all they talked about is indoctrination in our schools and colleges Mm -hmm. when all colleges teach is critical thinking. Unless you go to Heritage University or Patriot University or whatever else, Trump University, whatever the fuck else they've come up with. I have a question. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. I, and I don't even know if this is an answerable question. I'm always one, but, but I have, but I have two questions. I was looking stuff up on Tiki Talkie and it said something about how some of that 90, 85 page thing that's out there is talks about, basically it touches on getting rid of Roe versus Wade due to religious issues. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it. I thought that you can't do that because that's a separation of church an excellent and state. point, Julie. What an excellent yeah. point. It's violating. They're essentially creating a theocracy is what they're doing. And a theocracy yeah. means yeah. that they're trying to create an, a nation under religious domain. They want everything here right. to be under the purview of Christianity, Catholicism, whatever Jesus, Jesus. How are which they is, allowed to do this? No, but listen, you know, you know what these lunatics are doing? The, 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 the religious right is, is, is a huge agenda. And, and what they've done is religious freedom is, is an actual shield that they are allowed to hide behind. They can, they can propose and, and legislate and, or attempt to legislate whatever they want in terms of, 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 of what their religious beliefs are. And if anyone questions it, they jump up and start screaming, religious freedom, religious freedom, you're attacking my, you're attacking my right to be able to pursue my 
deeply held belief. That's the new bullshit catchphrase that came about during the Trump administration, yep. your deeply held belief. And, and, and so what they do is that becomes the shield where, where they could dig deep into the bullshit Bible because the Bible is all about misogyny. The Bible is all about males controlling females Rape and, 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 and rape, rape, mm -hmm. you, using females as as bargaining chips in business transactions. I mean, just just the entire inheritance. You can inherit a female. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Whether it's Old Testament, whether it's New Testament, the Bible is a completely misogynistic document created by men to control and subjugate women. And and you know, thanks to the Trump era and all these fucking lunatics that. Ugh, we're gonna, we're going to have our religious freedom. Well, okay, so you have the freedom to believe in your made up bullshit. But what they're doing is they're using that now as a shield to to transmit that religious freedom into actual legislation. And they're using it to cut off the fucking constitution to pass their 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 fucking agenda. And if anybody stands up and tries to go against it, now you are anti-Christian, you are anti-religion, and now you become the fucking anti-Christ. Well, and they're cutting off Judaism because in Judaism, they don't believe a soul enters a body until birth. So, so they don't born, have a yeah. problem with uh, abortion. They believe abortion is between the rabbi, the family, and their doctor because God doesn't enter the equation until the first breath that child takes. That is what Jews believe. So now you're infringing on Jews rights to an abortion yeah. because of their religion. Now, Orthodox Jews is a little bit different, but if you're talking about modern day secular Jews in America, they don't have a problem with abortion. They have identified that they are experts in the field and as such will not be weighing in on those decisions. That That is a, a deeply personal choice that has to be made by the individual and their family. So they're not wrong. Right. But right. now you're now this, this push for this, this Christian propaganda is infringing on the Jewish religion and their beliefs. And you know what? Buddhists hold similar beliefs and, and Hindus hold similar beliefs. So now you're infringing on a whole swath of the religious population. And here's the thing. Here's the bottom line. I don't give a fuck what is in the Bible. I don't fucking care. I've never read that or I've never read. I've, I've at least read the Bible. I've never read Harry fucking Potter. And you know what I don't do? I don't follow fucking Harry Potter. Like, give me a fucking break. Like, this is so asinine. You're relying on, we don't even, if I were to propose to you a set of rules written, let's say, let's say I came, I came to you with a set of house rules that were written in the 1950s. You throw them out the window and be like, these aren't relevant right now. Like, what are you talking about? We have computers Absolutely. and TV and, and like we have, we have phones, we have computers in our pockets. Like the 1950s rules don't apply. What do you mean? My kid has to be home by like whatever time. Like if you watch marvelous Mrs. Maisel, do you even see those kids in that TV show? The kids are never around because parents didn't pay any attention to them in the fifties. They just fucking drink their whiskey, smoke their cigarettes and, and fucking did whatever. But, but we're expected to follow these rules and regulations that were written 2000 years ago by society that thinks civilization is only 2000 years old that think, you know, what's fucking unnatural resurrection walking on water is unnatural. Okay. Like all of this fucking doesn't happen. Zombieism <laughs> isn't real. A fucking whale. Living right. inside a fucking whale. Noah. Noah. I mean, putting a male in. Yes, absolutely. 
Like, give me a fucking break. I believe Noah. (laughs) He fit all those damn animals on that boat within four days? I don't think so. Yeah, and what'd they do with all this shit? Right, and you know what? And why didn't they eat each other? on that fucking boat. Fuck him for those mosquitoes. It's just, they they want... (laughs) They want society to follow a set of rules that they're not even familiar with themselves because it's a shield for their bigotry and their misogyny and, and their, the white man's fear, the, I'll say the right winged white man's fear of becoming obsolete because you know what women have now fucking standards requirements, because it's no longer good enough to just go to work and fucking mow the lawn. They act, we actually expect men to be partners and, and to participate in emotional labor and household chores and actually be a contributing member of society instead of just going to work, drinking booze with their friends, smoking cigarettes and fucking their secretaries. Like, so they're, they're instead of putting any extra effort into it, it's easier for them to try to shove women back 60 years where they think they belong and where we didn't know anything. And I'll tell you what, I'm fucking tired of it. And, and this whole like women's strike that they're, they're coming up with where women are just, they're not going to have sex. They're not going to fucking go to work. They're not going to do any of their household chores. They're not going to do anything. I think it's fucking delightful. I made uh, sure that didn't it. apply to me because <laughs> I'm not in that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it worked in Iceland. Women went on strike. They did nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing until the government got the idea and, and, and made adjustments to what they were proposing. So yeah, I, I think it's, Horrific. Um, does anyone else have anything to add before we move on to what we can do? Um, I had another question, but I think you've kind of been answering it. So I, I was listening to um, President, I mean, not President, Senator Schumer's speech today. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, he was touching on, like, we have officially gone full force into Trumpism. And I think that kind of answered my question, but did this all start? Like, where does this coming from all of a sudden? Did years. it start 50 years. with Trump? Or it's something that's oh, been oh, going no, on? No, 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 no. It, it, Trump, Trump made it actualize. It's mm-hmm. been fucking brewing. It's been fucking brewing for decades. It's always and been Trump, like... And, and yeah. He, he made it actualized by voting that justice and the peace in is what kind of Supreme created Court justice. This. Yeah. yeah. So it's always well, yeah. been something that like conservatives want to overturn because they have religious issues with it. But yeah, by nominating these three Republican justices in a row, I put it into motion, but it's yeah, also, it's, it's also because of the hatred that he sowed, yeah. right? Because he yep. sowed it so pot, like yep. so much. And he was so popular in his following that then people that were also following these other senators and, you know, um, house of representatives, like now they also had to sow this hatred, which means that they were always going to vote these horrible Supreme court justices in. Right. Like, so it all started with this fucking bullshit hatred that he made. Okay. Well, he also took cult as a mainstream. Like it it was a little bit dangerous, right? It it made it a little bit more difficult to kind of find these fringe groups prior to Trump because they were forced to live in the shadows and keep their kind of opinions to themselves. And they wouldn't mention it in mixed company and, and things like that. But he made it popular to be 
crude and gross and to be like, fuck your feelings. I don't care how you feel. This is how I feel. And I'm going to inflict my will on you. And if you don't believe what I say, not only are you unpatriotic, Mm -hmm. you hate God and you hate this country. Like that's what he made popular. But this, the, the moment Ronald Reagan shook hands with Jerry Falwell, this became a dominant force Mm -hmm. in conservative Christian in the conservative Christian movement because he linked politics and religion at that moment. And it's been downhill ever since. Can I give a little background too? Cause we probably should have covered that like in the beginning. Yeah. We're not known for like structure here. So feel free. So where this came from. I'll I'll, I'll bring it back. Cause I've got a lot of questions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Roe v. Wade was decided in 1973 And so that decision was that a woman has a constitutional right to obtain an abortion without state interference within the first trimester of her pregnancy. Mm -hmm. That, and that's the biggest thing is that it's a constitutional right. And so that's why it's being handled at the Supreme court level. And so then, but before that states had the, so before that happened, states had the opportunity to vote on an individually, much like marriage equality. It was legal in certain states and much like marijuana is now recreation marijuana and and medicinal marijuana. States were choosing this made it federal. This Roe versus Wade made it federal. And that's the argument is that under the 14th Amendment, which is your right to due process, that it is constitutionally protected. Like that's the argument is that in that right to the 14th Amendment includes clauses for citizenship, privileges, and immunities, due process, and equal protection. And so the argument is that abortion falls under that, that you, that fall, that it's covered by the 14th amendment as part of your right to due process. And so there was another Supreme court case in 1992, which was Planned Parenthood v. Casey, which again, established that, um, that, that abortion is protected under the 14th amendment. And so it struck down the previously established uh, trimester framework in favor of fetal viability standards. So they set that as 24 weeks. So Casey ruled that state laws that restrict abortion before the fetus was viable were creating an undue burden on women that are seeking abortions, especially if it's already been federally protected as something that, that a woman has a constitutional right to. So the court also ruled that this right was not absolute and must be balanced with other considerations. The state may have such advancements in technology, making the point of fetal viability becoming sooner over time, which is something that makes sense. Like you're planning for the future, right? Like with medical advances, maybe they do look at that age of, of viability and change that based on, you know, a fetus mm-hmm. being able to survive outside of the womb earlier in a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So After Casey, a lot of states enacted laws to restrict abortion, restrict access to abortion, um, including abortion earlier than the general standard of 24 weeks. Um, A lot of states like struck down those laws, but there's a ton now even that have to do with like how wide your hallways have to be um, inside an abortion clinic. Like John Oliver has a phenomenal episode that's several years old of last week tonight where he talks about abortion and the shit they have to go through in certain states where you have to um, tell them that abortion might increase their risk of developing cancer in the future. 
which this poor guy is telling her, I know that that's not true, but I'm legally required to tell you this. They have to go through um, personal counseling. Yeah. Or look at yeah. pictures on an ultrasound. Look, at, look or- at the ultrasound, like all kinds of crazy shit that they're required to do legally. And so, um, so there's all of these additional, you know, like additional bullshit laws and stuff and hoops that people have to jump through. So, um, obviously there's been a lot of dissenting opinions on all of these, you know, city of Akron, the Akron center for reproductive health, um, and, and everything going on. But what happened is the lower courts have their own cases. And so what happened in March of 2018 is that state of Mississippi passed their gestational age act, which banned any abortion operation after the first 15 weeks of pregnancy with exceptions for medical emergencies or severe fetal abnormality, but didn't include any exceptions for rape or incest. So once they signed that um, into law at the day after the only remaining abortion clinic in the state. So remember, you're talking about states like uh, Mississippi only has one abortion clinic. So um, Jackson's Women's Health, Jackson Women's Health Organization, they sued the state of uh, Mississippi saying that, you know, they were challenging the constitutionality of that bill because now you're violating that 14th amendment right to due process that women have in order to receive safe and legal abortions. Or like you said, safe, what did you call it? Like, it's just women's health, right? right? Like it's not it, just it's abortion. Healthcare. Yeah. We have to stop calling it abortions. It's just women's health because right. it could encompass so many things. It's reproductive mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reproductive health. Because that, that's the reality. Here's the yeah. thing. And that, and we've talked about it before when you put restrictions on things like only in the case of rape or incest. Okay. Well now you have to prove that you were raped. Mm-hmm. That's super right. easy for women to do all the time. Right. Go ahead mm-hmm. and prove that. And then if you're wrong, you're, a, if you don't prove it to whatever standard is set, you're a criminal. Well, and how long does a rape take case rape case take? Right. It could take years yeah. to move through the judicial mm-hmm. system. That kid's in, in fucking preschool by the time that moves through the judicial system. Like, get out of here. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, this first of these all, lower a rape court victim should not have to do shit. 100 percent Nothing, nothing except fucking get her fucking rapist behind bars. Right. That's what a rape should ever have to do. Absolutely. So fuck that. So while it's been settled at the federal level, you have all these bullshit laws in all these other states. And so, you know, this women's health clinic is like, fuck this. That's, uh, that's not constitutional what the state is doing. So this has been going on in the fifth circuit. Um, the state petitioned their appeal in 2020. So their, their petition focused on multiple questions from the appeals process. So you have this happening right at the same time that these Supreme Court justices now come in that are all anti-abortion. So now that there's been all of these appeals, now that lower circuit uh, court case comes up to the Supreme Court to decide on. And so what that's going to do is set the precedent, right? That's where they're, that's why it can, it's in a position where that could be overturned now because they're saying, no, we don't think the state is violating anybody's constitutional rights are are violating the 14th amendment for anybody because of this abortion case. So there's still, you know, that's still sort of what's happening, but then obviously this opinion was leaked and we obviously know where it's going. 
And let's be clear, like you have to give consent to be an organ donor, like even at death, uh, mm-hmm. even if you have a five-year-old laying on a table somewhere that needs a, a kidney transplant, that's going to die. Even if you're dead, you still have to have given consent to take your kidney out of your dead corpse yeah. to give to this five-year-old. Even let's say you cause the accident. Let's say you get in a, a drunk driving accident or just, you know, someone knocked down a stop sign. It's a no fault accident or whatever. And you caused harm to someone and they need your tissue, your blood, your organ to survive. This, the country cannot compel you, nor can the state to donate any of your organs or tissue or bodily fluids. They cannot do that. Now you could have a moral and ethical conversation about whether or not that's correct, but you cannot legally be compelled, which is what we're discussing here. So the Mm -hmm. fact that you can't legally be compelled to save a living, like a live Mm -hmm. out of uterus person's life by by organ or blood donation, but they can force a woman to give up their organs, their uterus, their blood, their nutrients for an undisclosed amount of time to bring life to a bundle of cells tells you everything you need to know. They understand bodily autonomy. Mm -hmm. They just don't think it applies to women. Right. Like that's full stop. What that, what their opinion says is that it's not protected in the constitution that you do not have a constitutional right because women are in the constitution. Because they're not in the constitution. <laughs> they are not in the If men got pregnant, there'd be fucking drive-throughs with sports bars on the other side. Mm-hmm. There'd be fucking get out of here. I this know. is just so fucking crazy to me. Like it's like I I can't believe this is actually happening. Well, yeah, and even Biden recognized how dangerous this is and that birth control and same-sex marriage and all of these things could also be in jeopardy now because that's the whole that's what what we argue that all of these things are they want you to be in a heterosexual relationship and procreate as much as humanly possible and they don't really give a shit about your health or the planet apparently if they actually cared about women's health if they actually gave a shit we'd have universal health care we'd have parental leave we'd have free prenatal care we'd have free child care we would have all of these things if you look at the reasons that women have abortions one of the top things is they can't afford it like Mm -hmm. that's uh, uh pretty shockingly a shocking portion of them are married women who already have children. Like we're not just talking about these, what they like to deem as promiscuous women running the streets with seven babies, daddies. A lot of these women already have families. You know what they're going to create is women, you know, trying to get rid of the babies on their own. It's going to yeah, go back yeah, to the 50s. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's what happened back before. That's yeah. what they did for centuries. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's I a, know it's going to be like dirty dancing and people are going to be getting freaking coat hanger abortions in the alley. Rusty knife. Dr. Hellman is not going to be there to take they care of They don't apply the same logic they use for gun rights, which is, yeah. well, just because yeah. you make guns illegal doesn't mean people won't get them. They'll just get them unsafely. They don't apply that same logic that they use to abortion rights. Just because you make abortion illegal doesn't mean it's going to go away. Women, the whole reason that Roe versus Wade came around to begin with 
Well, even before Roe happened, there there was a, a huge campaign because of this 19-year-old woman that died from a back alley abortion because they went to, right. you know, Joe Schmo down the street who was like, yeah, I'll take care of it for you for 300 bucks in completely unsanitary conditions. Right. And it ended yeah. up rupturing one of her internal organs because that's how desperate some women are to well, make this choice. Well, and again, like when and, you and put those, I was just going to say, when you put those qualifiers on it, that, oh, mm-hmm. in the case of rape or incest or you know, the health of the mother and stuff like, well, who gets to make those decisions? Cause these laws aren't being written by doctors. Right. So I really well, am not well, feeling doctors, super yeah, comfortable. Doctors should be making, and, and, and here's another thing. If these, if this fucking army of, of religious conservatives that are so fucking concerned about the lives of children, why are there still almost 400,000 children, live, living, breathing children in this country in fucking foster care? Well, why does why, why Michigan not have fucking water to drink? Exactly. Because they don't care about poor people. It, it's really not about the babies. It's about the subjugation of women. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about making sure women don't ever get to be at the same level that men yeah. are. And not even just that, but the oppression of poor people and people yep. of color. Yep. Yep. Because you know what? 100%. Women with means, they'll get to California. They'll get to New York. They'll mm-hmm. get to Oregon. They'll get to wherever they need to go. But even in that case, that's not necessarily true either because you can have all the privilege in the world and be in a situation where it's life or death, where you'd have to end this pregnancy or the mother's life is at risk and it would still be illegal and that doctor still could. So now you're invading on the Hippocratic Oath also mm-hmm. because now Which doctors can't Catholic perform. Catholic hospitals the, already do that. Right. So now doctors aren't going to be able to perform the duties that they feel medically necessary. Like, so Lex, she had a, she had a miscarriage before we had Lincoln. The doctor gave us the option at that time. We went in for our ultrasound. There was no longer, I won't even call it a heartbeat, the electric like mm-hmm. pulsation. That was where the, the fetus was at one point had was gone. The life had passed on its own. We had the option at that point to either wait until it dislodged itself and passed or to take some pills and, and force it out. The idea of living with like a unalive fetus in her was not something she could handle. And this was a very wanted, paid for expensive pregnancy. Okay. Right. right. <laughs> so she took yeah, the pills for to force sure. it out because we could plan it. She did it on a weekend. She didn't have to take more time off work. Like we, we planned around it so that we could be sure that when, if we did get pregnant again, we'd still have like the sick time available and like vacation time, whatever that would now no longer be allowed because that was considered tech medically an abortion because we forced the fetus out, even what? though it no longer had a heartbeat. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that, that's what, that's what I'm saying is about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what they consider plan B too. Even right. though plan B is literally just pregnancy supporting hormones mm-hmm. and it will just stop implantation and literally would do nothing. To it tells your body you're already pregnant. So you can't implant another one. Right. Yeah. So it would literally do nothing to a fetus. If you took it while you were pregnant, mm-hmm. they still call it an abortion pill too. Mm-hmm. Are blowjobs going to be illegal? Hopefully. No, because they, no, they should be. Them. <laughs> Make them illegal. I mean, Let's sign a petition. I'll sign that shit. I mean, if you're going to take that. it that, if, if you're going to take it that far to not allowing any type of birth control because you're killing something, what about it when they pull out and come on the stomach? Is well, that if, we're, if, we're real, if we're going to go like, off living like, things, what about cancer cells? Cancer cells are alive. 
boogers in your nose are te- technically alive. Where does it end? Where does it, where does it end? Like, <laughs> I do honestly, not want to save the lives of my boogers. What I'm about, what about the, what about the 1.8? What about the 1.8 million frozen embryos that were destroyed? Is that abortion? Well, no, well, that's you know why it wasn't? Because it's not in a woman. Yep. That's why. I think that's why this is so scary because it's like, where does it end now? Exactly. That's the where, thing. That's exactly. we're trying to get everyone to understand. That's exactly it. Where does it I've end? Been, I've been in tears all fucking day because, like, like, I personally do not need an abortion right now, but I live in a state Forever. that... Forever. You know, Forever, right Aaron. now. I'm not saying, like... I'm going to be accosted, but like, what happens if, yeah. if I were to be attacked yeah, or point. something like, and I live God in a forbid. state that will probably ban it eventually. And you live and in that's, the, one of the worst states ever. Agreed. But like my, the thing to me is <laughs> like, I probably won't need one, but the idea that my, my friends, my loved ones, my, my, the women in my life couldn't do it if they needed to is so fucking heartbreaking to me. And then I sit there and I think about the fact that I'm a lesbian living in Florida and the next thing they're coming for are gay rights. Totally. Like, oh, absolutely. they're coming for trans Absolutely. Rights. They're coming for the LGB and the Q and the I and the A as well as the T. And it's not good. It is not good. Like, mm-hmm. this is just the start this is it. This is where we start. And you know what? That is why I fucking, and I am the alarmist of the group. I am a fucking an alarmist. I am Facts. nervous yeah. as a no. fucking cat on a hot tin roof 99% of the time. And I'm, I'm nervous. I'm oh my anxious. God. Yours nervous as a long tail cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Yeah, girl, preach. Yeah. But like, I seriously am so fucking worried. And I said to Gail today, I said, this is, this is it. I was like, I know you don't want to leave Florida because you like being warm. And I was like, but Gail, we have like, sun. literally we need to get out of this red state because even if it flips blue governor wise, it's probably not going to in the rest of the state. So it's just so fucking scary. It's so scary. And that's, that's just a tipping point. This is well, just it start. goes beyond that too, Aaron, right? Because Stacey, I'm gonna ask you a question, so take yourself off mute. This woman has been married for a long fucking time, more than any of us. More than she far surpasses our, our relationship statuses. She has two kids. What did they tell you when you asked them when you told them you wanted to get your tubes tied? I actually had a really good doctor for getting my tubes tied. Um, no, 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 the first time. After Kira. They said that, like, if, am I sure because if my husband cheats on me, like, I could want to start a new family with somebody else. (laughs) My second time, my second time, I had a really good doctor that was really understanding. But the first guy was, yeah. Should that even be a conversation that your doctor's not? Do you know, do you know what else doctors ask? I'd be like, do you know something I don't, motherfucker? Do you guys know what else doctors ask? Do you guys know about the husband stitch? Yeah. 
I do. I, Does the rest of everybody know about Before we get to that, no, I, I just wanted to point out the audacity of the healthcare. So, like, this is how it stands. You're talking about a married woman who already has two children who you could assume that she had discussed this with her her husband, even though she wouldn't have to, even though she wouldn't have to, who says, this is my body and I don't want to have any more children. I'm not asking for an abortion or anything. I would like you as my doctor to go in and tie my tubes after this child is born to be like, oh, are you sure you've, you've thought about your husband? What about a new man that comes into your life? Are are you sure that he won't want more? Like it's that, that's what, when we say the patriarchy controls everything, this is what I'm talking Ugh. about. This okay. right here. Ugh. That a full grown woman, a full grown woman who's already given birth cannot make that decision for herself. Well, does it surprise you after we watched that thing that talked about the no. in the Grey's Anatomy book until like right. the mm. 2000s at some point? But the husband Fuck. stitch, the husband stitch is when you're getting sewn back up after tearing or having an episiotomy or whatever happens. They'll slip a couple extra stitches in there. So you're, so you're tight, nice for your and tight for your husband. Yes. Ew. Fucking ew. Yeah. Be like, why don't you give him surgery to make him bigger? Because well, I that's one like-, doctor, <laughs> like, one doctor said when he gets asked about it, he goes, yeah, how small do you need me to make it? That's a feminist doctor and I'm on board with that motherfucker. Very funny. Say- like not even medically possible to make it smaller with a stitch because you stitch up the part that's ripped. If you add some extra stitches that are not needed, you're going to go into meat that can't connect to each other. They don't care about the women's comfortability. It's how it feels for him. No, yeah. You sew skin together. It's just going to go together. It grosses out the amount of women that talk about that's a real uh, like, thing. You're you're serious that that's a real thing. It was popular it. back in the day, like in the yeah. 50s, like 60s. It but was there's like still doctors that do it. Oh yeah. yeah. For sure. Oh my god. Because I'm there's like, still doctors that are like 109, and that shouldn't be. Yeah. Around there's still people running our penises. country that are 109. 109. Oh. Yeah. I don't like correlating that's why I said either. Term, <laughs> like, I don't yeah, like correlating the term meat with vagina. I don't think meat and vagina should be under the same breath. Because, yeah. You don't like to be called like a cheesy roast beef sandwich? Nothing like that? No, the, oh, you know, the whole you know, the roast cheesy. beef curtains. The cheesy. You know, the, the, the vagina what kind of vagina have you seen? <laughs> if you would have said if there's cheese, you should immediately <laughs> leave. That Just sounds like a yeast infection. Wipe your mouth and go, go about your business. <laughs> You, you, might get out of there. you might want to get some antibiotics if you got some cheese going on here because you know what? The oh yogurt God. with the active cultures ain't going to handle that shit. No, it's not. Can I just tell you, though, how happy I am to live in California? Because even though we have like our own abortion laws, like Gavin Newsom was like, they were right on it today. They're going to put a ballot measure out, I think, as early as November enshrining our But here's the problem. Right. Here's the problem. And I agree with you. And there's seven states right now that are following suit. Here's what concerns me. The influx that we're going to have to deal with because pregnancy is time sensitive, right? Like there's a certain amount of time that you have to take care of this before it becomes more painful for the woman, more problematic, harder to get off work, more people know, like whatever. 
even let's say you, you're in the best possible position and you do have the money to get this. I'm worried about the backlog that is going to show up in these states where you can get. And I, I agree with what you're saying. I appreciate that mindset of like, we will be a sanctuary state for the same way we are transgender youth. Gavin Newsom has made a, a very clear point that if you are trans, you can come here, you can get your gender affirming surgery. We will not pass on your medical records unless your guardian signs saying that that's allowed. You can stay here. You will not like all of those things. I appreciate the thought behind it. I worry about what that's going to do to the medical system because there's so few states that are taking that approach, it, but it's not for nothing, right? Like, I'm saying I appreciate it. I worry about the long-term effects of it. And yeah. And that's the thing. It shouldn't have to be handled at that level because it should. It's women's health. It's protected under the 14th Amendment. And the fourth. Your right to privacy. Your right to privacy. Here's here's also what I don't understand is that, oh, I understand that the abortion, I can, not, not that I understand it, but people might have, a personal feeling towards this or something like that. It's fucking stupid. So don't but get one. Right. So just don't get one. Right. Right. But so don't like for, gay marriage don't for them marriage. to start, if they're going to start attacking like marriage rights and stuff like that, that literally does not affect them whatsoever. Neither like, does, the abortion like, neither does an abortion or interracial marriage. Yeah. None of, None of it affects just, them. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Yeah. But it's but it but it's because it has to do with the Bible and religion and stuff like that. So they take offense to it because they And where are the snowflakes? Right. Oh, but but listen, guys, this 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 goes back, this goes way back to the to the original biblical days where women were property of men. These motherfuckers can't stand the idea of women being autonomous. Whether it's, oh. and you know, women, women working and supporting themselves what was, was the first, uh, 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 you know, siren to them. Oh my God, if, if women are financially independent, we can't control them anymore. And, and what's the best way to control a woman financially is to control their reproductive rights. Because, well, and I, yeah, go ahead. I, I think control people often conflate with like, evil, right? But what I'm saying is it's it's so much more intrinsic than that because by control we mean it can mean lots of things. Like Gene like you were saying, it can mean control financially. It can also mean having us where they wanted us just makes their right. lives easier. Yes. Like so there's an right. element of At control home, to that that has pregnant. nothing to do with like a mean spirited like I want to control you and keep you locked in a basement. And I think when people hear right. the word control, they picture someone keeping a woman locked in a basement not able to do anything on their own. But I think right. what it means generationally is we were controlled to keep men's lives easy. Yes. You, you you did what they needed to make that and listen that is a decision to be made amongst a couple. Like I'm not even there. There is decisions that you make when you're married with child rearing and, and household chores and, and making money that needs to be made between those two people, but it shouldn't, that should be a choice that's allowed to be made between two people. And it should be a compromise and a discussion and something that they decide as a right. team and a partnership. So people often hear like, Oh, you're trying to control women's bodies. And it's like an attack on a certain type of woman that does certain it. That's not women should just have the ability to make that decision themselves. You want to work, 
work. You want to be a stay-at-home mom? Stay at home. You want to have 10 kids and never do anything else? That's fine too. You want to never have children? Good right. for you. Right. That's right. the part where we're talking about control. It's not necessarily that a that a man is like keeping you chained up. It's that no. all of your choices have been removed from you exactly. by people that don't exactly. share your life experience. And right. that is the problem. Right. That's control when you have no say so in it because laws, rules, regulations or just societal norms have forced you into decisions that an, a, another equal gender does not have to make. Men don't have right. to make those right. decisions. Right. And right. I just can't stand that. I don't know what I was watching or what TikTok it was, or I was, it was probably on CNN because I was watching CNN. But if I have to hear one more person say that if a, you know, 13 year old gets raped and pregnant, that that baby is a blessing. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Oh my God. And my right. lunch. And my right. fucking lunch. Like, and my like, respect. Oh. Yeah. Remember that? All of I, it. I just saw that TikTok of this lady. She's, it doesn't have that. a whole lot of views, but it's basically like her saying like, I have two kids and my body changed so much during my pregnancy, my organs, my everything, everything changed about me with two different, very different pregnancies. And she's like, the fact that we would force someone to go through this is mind boggling. People like, like people I just, just don't pregnant. talk about traumatic birth and traumatic pregnancy at all. Oh. There are some people that get like hyperemesis and stuff like that. Like right. you get that sick for that preeclampsia, gestational right. diabetes, right. like throw like, a rock, hit a symptom. I hope that somebody starts, like, if this whole thing goes through and you have those sanctuary states, I hope that somebody starts, like, a fund for people that can't. Yep. Oh, it's a good idea. But what I was going to say about these young kids, though, the thing that, like, breaks my heart even more, like, when you sent us that TikTok, Erin was like, yeah, and she's an adult woman and it fucking Mm -hmm. wrecked her body. Can you imagine what that would do to somebody barely out of puberty? Right. Like your 13 year old body is not meant to do all that. Right. So it's just fucking gross. Also, all of that is true. And women have the choice just not to want to. You could just write. You You just don't need a medical excuse or a sexual assault excuse. Physical health or mental health. You just not want to. Yeah. You could just not want to go through it. And that's a valid option. Totally fine. Yeah, be ready well, for it. Well, you know what? The, the 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 Christian conservative movement says no. A woman doesn't get to just choose not to have it happen. Why? Well, plenty of men choose not to be involved in babies' lives that they've fathered, and there's seemingly no repercussions for that. First time, see that, if this is going to be a crime, Ugh. I want to see that be a crime too. Well, no child support, sure. no nothing. Just also, jail. yeah. So yeah. if you do miscarry, then you should be able to claim uh, life insurance. Yeah. Child support should start at six weeks. Totally. Yep. But here's yep. the other yep. thing too that I want to say that makes me really scared is if we're in a position right where abortion's criminalized and you're having to prove if it was rape or incest or blah 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 blah. Well, then you're also potentially going to have to prove that miscarriages were just yep. miscarriages, 100%. And not yep. something that you caused. Right. And it just makes yeah, me right, fucking exactly. sick because obviously like a miscarriage is a very traumatic thing that your body goes, like there's a lot of stuff that happens to your body during that process. And I could not even wrap my mind around at the same time, 
having to try and prove and justify that, especially right. if you like really wanted that baby and were, you know what I mean? Like uh, to try and like justify that you didn't do that. Women are emotionally so fucked up to have to think that somebody's right. going to have to prove right. they were raped or prove they had a miscarriage or prove mm-hmm. that they went through this fucking All the honors is on women. And who the yeah. fuck is always, anybody going to say that it didn't happen? Like who All the, the fuck are you to tell me women. what happened to my body? Right. That is well, so and like, fucking, look at the Texas so abortion ban. Look at the Texas abortion ban too. Where then, okay, Julie, let's say you're driving, driving an Uber, right? Okay. And somebody finds out that I take your Uber to go get an abortion. Now you, you give me every trouble. You drove well, me. So where does it ah. stop though? If you have to prove it's a miscarriage, do you need to start submitting? Will women have to start submitting dietary records, exercise records, right. like sexual records? Uh, what they did at work, what they didn't do at work. Especially like a What about what about the boyfriend? What about the boyfriend or husband who doesn't want the baby and pushes her down the fucking stairs to try to get the baby to be aborted? That way. Yeah. What or about, kills what her? About that? Or kills her oh, yeah. because they don't or want kills- a kid. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's the exactly. thing, right? Yeah. That, that's what happens in Revolutionary Scott Peterson. Yeah, uh, and, and that that and that other dude recently in North Carolina, his yeah. fucking wife was pregnant with his son, and he fucking killed her so he could be with his mistress. Yeah, mm. and it's like it's just so it's so scary to me, and like it just oh, I, I don't know worst. how you can tell an entire gender they just don't fucking matter any more well, than this. Like I think of all my friends that have had miscarriages and stuff, and like how many of them felt like it was their fault because it's the one thing your body's supposed to do. Right. right? And I couldn't imagine having to prove that it wasn't. And and you know what else nobody's talking about? I read, I read um, an essay about uh, a, 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 that a woman wrote who was adopted. And there's this whole, there's, there's this whole world of adopted children who grow up with trauma knowing that they were abandoned, knowing they were given away. It's very real and nobody ever talks about the trauma Mm -hmm. that when a woman or a girl is forced to give birth to a baby and then forced to put that baby up for adoption, nobody ever thinks about what those adopted children go through. And that's a real fucking thing. I've known people who were adopted. I have read articles about people who were adopted and said, you know what? Nobody talks about what we go through when we realize we were given away. And, and, and some of those people end up in wonderful, beautiful families, but they still can't shake that idea that they were given up. And then yeah. some of them were ended, some of those kids ended up in horrific families. Well, this, so, it, I, I, I totally agree with you, Gene. I was just going to say that I dated somebody for a while who was both. So she was adopted because her, she was conceived through sexual assault by her mom and the family, she wanted to abort the baby. Her family talked her out of it anyways, ended up having her and she felt like she wasn't there. She's still in therapy totally. her whole life because, you know, you feel like my mom didn't want me because this horrible thing happened. My dad, my dad's a fucking in prison. monster. My dad's a monster. Right. He's in prison. Right. I don't want anything to do with him. My mom right. had three other kids that are 
in their happy family. I mean, she was adopted into a really good family, but still, but still you're you dealing with that. But yeah, you're but she was that given trauma. away. Right. And you're dealing with that trauma right. your whole life exactly. and knowing that your mom essentially nope, nobody doesn't want anything to do with about you. That. Right. right. Nope. That, that, nope. That's so true. Yes. Yeah, it, it so just true. it reminds me too of that whole Jar- George Carlin sketch when he talks about the government only cares about you from conception to birth, and then after birth, fuck you. Right, like yep. that is yep. literally what it is, and it's so sad. It's well, it's an easy care. group to to petition for, right? They don't make any demands of you. They're 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 easy to to identify with because you're thinking of innocence. You're thinking of this this like unprotected class of what they consider to be people, even though by all medical research, they are not people yet. Right. Like they cannot Election survive without cells. the mother. We just they don't make any, too? they don't make any demands of you. Like you're fighting for this group that doesn't hold you responsible for any of your past actions, for any of your past bigotry, for anything that you may have done or not done. So they're a yep. very easy group to get behind and rally behind. But then once they're born, and maybe you don't agree with the family structure that they're being raised in. Maybe you don't agree with their religious affiliation. Maybe you don't agree with the color of their skin. Then that's not your problem. It's because it's the idea that you're protecting this thing that can't protect itself, even though it's not your job to protect it because it's not your decision to make. People could solve a lot of this by one, not being a dick. Mm-hmm. Just don't be a dick. And two, Try not stay, to. stay in your fucking lane. You don't know. You and, don't know. And I'm tired, as tired as I am of hearing about this from fucking old men. I'm even more tired about hearing about it from not doctors. Right. If I have to hear right. one more dumbass person suggest that if you have an ectopic pregnancy, they just move it to your uterus. Like you've never... It's fine. They're just going to take it out of your fallopian <laughs> and shove no. it in your uterus. These right. are literally <laughs> things that they have said. <laughs> literally. What's wrong with what people? And what do they think is going to happen? Right. Going back to what Aaron said, but they only care, you know, they only care about you until you're born. What do yep. they think is going to happen with all these unwanted fucking kids? If like they were people. actually pro-life, we would have free child care, universal right. health care, prenatal like, rights. What do they think is like people, mothers are not just going to have this kid and all of a sudden want it and be able to take care of it financially, emotionally no, on and any then you level. already have postpartum depression. Now on top of the fact that you're forced to have a baby that you did not want or can't mm-hmm. take right. care of, or like, like, like your rapist baby. Right. God, I just so watched an up. SVU episode where this lady didn't, she wasn't supposed to be able to show. get pregnant with her husband. So she gets raped by a guy. She divorces her husband, gets raped by a guy, and it's like, well, at least I can't get pregnant from it. Ends up pregnant. And she decides to keep the baby just because she's so shocked that she this could be her only chance to have a child yeah. because she's not supposed to be medically able to have kids. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to keep it. It's going to be me and this baby against the world. Like, it's fine. Her rapist gets off because she can't prove definitively that he raped her and that it wasn't consensual 
Mm-hmm. So the her rapist sues for custody. Oh, totally. Oh my yeah. god. So now yeah. she's gonna have to hand it's over the baby to a <laughs> rapist twist. for weekends and holidays and shit. Come on. Yeah. And if it's oh a baby god. girl, could you imagine? I would leave, and, I'd leave the fucking I would live in yeah. I don't know. But I'm not gonna tell you because too, if that ever that, happened to me, I would leave the country and go into hiding. Here's the I thing, would not too, though, my like girl over to my rapist. It's so definitively proven too that abortion laws like this or laws that restrict access to abortions keep poor people poor and they yep. keep people of color poor and it's fucking disgusting. Yep. I just, I so what you know do, what they Jack? want it all to be, you know, they, have you seen that thing where there's like, I don't know, some kind of documentary where it's like these high schools in the South where like, you can bring your baby to high school with you. And there's like a whole class of like, that's not normal. That's right? not okay. We should never bring my two-year-old. Access to contraceptives and sex education and our, fucking abortions. Our high schools out here have daycares. Well, every, I mean, every single to, one of them. To be fair, I mean, do most of the people in the deep south even make it all the way through high school? <laughs> I mean, the chances once you have a baby, you're pretty low. I mean, okay, I, so to be so, I mean, you, yeah, that was a little brash, but like. I mean, Mississippi is 50th in the country for, for education. Arkansas is 48. When you don't teach kids about sex, don't provide contraception. Then you don't allow abortion. Agreed. So go, so circling back to what can we do? So listen, I've been glued to fucking TikTok and Twitter the last 24 hours because obviously this is horrific and like aaron said this is something that doesn't really affect me but because it's women's health it does affect me so anyone who's like oh abortion because i'm lesbian or whatever doesn't affect it does because and it's not the only thing that's they're coming after so here are the things and you're a vagina you're a vagina owner well and i'm just a fucking decent person also that like i really don't care what you do with your body i don't care what you do with your body when people are like oh so it's okay if people want to identify as a dog sure whatever doesn't bother me (laughs) (laughs) you know what i like dogs more than people so right the people that you love you have sisters my daughters me that's what i was gonna say we have family yeah even though it doesn't affect you directly, it affects right. people. Well, I want women to be able to, I want women to have autonomy over their bodies, period. Like, I don't want men dictating what I, the people I love, anybody can do with their bodies. I don't want the men that I love for their, their female. Say, everyone deserves right. autonomy or, or over their exactly, bodies. Exactly. Exactly. They have to make this horrific choice where the men who, if their supportive partners feel powerless and don't know what right. to do. And they're trying to figure right. out how to pick up extra shifts to get right. their loved one to a state that would allow something like this. Like, I don't want anyone to have to go through this. And I especially don't want to be decided by fucking 80 year old men who haven't seen the exactly China since the Korean war. So <laughs> like, what can we do? Exactly. And, 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 and the thing is, is that it's all fucking motivated by, by religion. And, 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 and like you said, the, these motherfuckers, what, what are they doing it for? What are they doing it for? I have, I'm 52 years old and, and chances are you'd be Martha. I will yeah. never, ever need an abortion, but I have two great nieces who are less than a year old. And I will mouth off and pay money 
and, and do whatever I have to do to make sure that those two girls have access to equality, equity, fairness, and mm-hmm. fucking the health care that everybody else gets under the Constitution. Can I say one thing before you go into what we can do? For sure. Because I saw a tweet and I had to go find it because I think it was Kinsey that posted it. Um, but it's from um, uh, Dr. Ebony Jade Hamilton or Dr. Ebony Jade Hilton. And she said, don't tell me to respect the Constitution when I had to be an amendment twice. Oh, yes. That's good shit right there. That's yeah. good. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Um, so here's what we can do. And listen, yeah. we, we've all seen it. You can vote. Sure. Sure. But let's be realistic about that. Unless we unless the Democrats have a supermajority, there's not a lot that can be done because it will continuously get blocked. Let's say an active filibuster unless they they we have a super majority. There's not a lot that can be done. What can you actually do in your day-to-day life? I've actually put a lot of thought into this today because I was like, sure, we can all vote. Listen, everyone on this podcast votes. So like, cool, we're covered. I assume everyone who listens to us votes. Otherwise you wouldn't listen to us rant and rave week after week about politics. So like, but what can you actually do? So here's some things I thought of and feel free to add to them if you guys come up with it. You can advocate locally for reproductive health rights for for youth and and women and men because let's face it women's health rights affect men too so you can be asking for contraceptive availability asking for birth control availability talking to your doctor about it you can be advocating it for it in high schools you can be advocating it for it in middle schools if it's needed depending on where you live and what the socioeconomic issues are here's the other thing too you can start talking to your fucking kids about sex and what it means to have sex and the issues that relate to women's health at a very young age because this will affect young boys too you can talk to them about the repercussions of having unprotected sex this the moment we stop stigmatizing sex and like making it this absence or nothing or like it's this holy grail of oh once you have sex with that person that's who you have to be with forever stop stigmatizing sex you can start having real fucking conversations with your children about sex at a young age so it's not such this big issue that they don't want to talk to you about it they don't want to come to you for help they don't want to come to you for contraceptive uh information. They don't want to come and talk to you if they're they're in a position where they don't know what to do. You can take the stigma away from sex and you can start talking to them about it. If you have young boys, you can start talking to them about the issues that women face in, in this reproductive society and you can give them information and available contraception to be able to have loving, caring partnerships, sexual partnerships with women. Or, I mean, listen, protected sex is good for any sex. Like you shouldn't just be able right. to stick right. your dealing and whatever you fucking could get your hands on. But if you're going to be safe about it, you can talk to them about having conversations with their partners about safe sex and what it would mean if they got pregnant. Are they ready for that? And I know there's a lot of hubbub about, well, I'm not going to talk to my 15 year old son about pregnant. You should be talking to your 15 year old son about what it means to get a girl pregnant and what it means to actually engage in sexual intercourse with a female. And you know what, if they're not ready to have that conversation, they're not ready to have sex. 
You need to start talking to them about it from a young age. You need to talk about consent. You need to talk about the options that are available to them if they are in fact going to end up pregnant. Like all of those things, we have to stop treating children like they're these little porcelain dolls that can't handle information because I hate to fucking break it to you. You're raising them in the world with fucking dragons and creatures that are going to tear them limb from limb. So it's better off they hear it from you and their options from you and to know that they are supportive and loved and that you are going to help them through it, even if they're conversations you don't want to have. Guess what? Half of being a parent is doing shit you don't want to do. I don't want to listen to my son talk about how he pulls on his penis and it gets bigger. I don't want to, but you know what I tell him? You shouldn't do that in front of people. <laughs> it probably feels good. You should, you should do that with no one, like without a, a group around watching, like you have to start these conversations young. You have to talk to your teen daughters about what could possibly happen. Not if they'll sleep with the wrong guy, when they sleep with when the wrong guy, that. here are going to be your options. Are you sure you want to take that risk with this individual? You do? Cool. Let's talk about what could happen next. We have to destigmatize and take the Puritan culture out of sex if we're going to make a dent. Because you know what? Our politicians aren't going to do anything. It's up to us. And I, I'm so tired of hearing that politicians don't do anything for us or elected officials don't do anything. Then do it your fucking self. Stop relying on them to fix everything for us and start raising a generation of kids that will not only fucking change the world, they'll demand it because that is what they're used to. We keep waiting for these saviors to come in and sweep in and save the day. That's not going to fucking happen. We have to save ourselves. And that starts with kids and it starts with destigmatizing sex and it starts with destigmatizing abortion and women's reproductive rights and health rights and all of these things we should be talking about well if we could only have universal health care and start changing it to when we have universal health care when we have to make it normal we have to catch up to the rest of the world where where they stand with health care rights with gun rights, with women's rights, with LGBT rights. We with have education. to stop talking about education, math, reading comprehension, all of it. Heard. We have to stop saying, well, if we ever get here, if we ever get here, we're never going to get there unless we get us there ourselves. Stop relying on Chuck Schumer on, on, on fucking, uh, listen, I love Elizabeth Warren and her righteous fury. I was here for it today. I support that, but she's one, she's one of fifth of a hundred one of a hundred, she can't do it alone. And unless we're teaching this to our children from a young age and talking about it in social settings, don't be uncomfortable if you bring up abortion with people and they're like, I don't like talking about that. Why? It's fucking women's reproductive health rights. Why don't you like talking about it? We can right. have the moral and ethical conversation later. We need to talk about the legality of it because the legality of it is you don't have a right to talk about my body autonomy, you just don't. You don't have a right to make decisions for the body autonomy of a woman that lives in Alaska that you'll never fucking meet because you don't know what kind of complications she'll meet. So we have to stop stigmatizing it. We have to start taking religion out of it. And listen, you want to bring religion into it? Then start taxing those fucking churches because I'm tired yes. of them making millions and millions and millions yeah. of dollars tax-free off the backs of American taxpayers, off the backs yep. of the struggling middle class, off the backs of millennials. Let's start Start fucking talking about it. You want to have a real conversation? You're willing to take it all the way to the Supreme Court? Let's start having real fucking conversations about it. So yes, go out and vote. 
Of course, that's the easy thing to do. We have to start doing the hard work. We have to hold white women accountable, white women that go out yes. there and say that they support women's reproductive rights and they support this and they support that. But, you know, I just married a guy who voted for Trump and I really love him. Fuck that. Fuck that. Because if he's voting against your rights, he I doesn't actually care never. about you. He right. doesn't, or he doesn't get it. And it's your job, if you love him, to educate him on what he's actually voting for. Because I'll tell you what, it's not fucking taxes and gun control. It's women's reproductive rights. So we have to start having those hard conversations. I've already pumped myself up in the conversations I'm going to have with my father. Because you know who's ahead of the curve? I was just thinking that. I was you know like, who's ahead of the curve? <laughs> because Black women have been suffering from this. Black women and minority women have been suffering from this oppressive white supremacy regime for generations. Their mothers, their grandmothers, their aunts have talked to them about what white people have done to them for generations. They're used to it. They know what's going on. White women are just fucking waking up. And those those men that tell you that they're fucking allies, they need to learn what allyship is because allyship isn't pulling out the chair for you, opening the door for you or bringing home your paycheck. Allyship is going out there and fucking taking the brunt the brunt of this fucking ridiculous regime that is trying to strip away 50 years of progress. That's what we need to do. Stop thinking about this. Well, think about the Senate, think about the Congress. Yes, we need to take the fucking supermajority in the midterms, but we have a shit yep. ton of work to do in our local communities, at our local schools, with our local youth, and with our friends and family. Because if we can't have the fucking hard conversations with the people that we need to have the hard conversations with, we have no right to demand it of our government. I'm done. Yes. Jackson, you got chills. That was Holy so shit. Good. Where's the Tylenol? I got real worked up. I got real worked up. Yeah, girl. I was just thinking about the conversations when we go to North Carolina. Oh, I'm having them. Woo, man. I'm done. Okay. I'm done. This, this, was, this was too much. This was, this showed everyone's true colors because it, it codified for me. It like really brought into focus. It crystallized. Oh, this is what they voted for. Yep. They fucking yep. vote. They, they wanted this the whole time. I'm done yep. with the whole, they meant well, I'm done. No, fuck I'm that. fucking done. You didn't mean so well. What can you say to women that vote for Trump? Them too. Yeah, fuck fuck them. Women, well, okay, so, but you can't just say fuck them because no, they'll turn real, you off. You're voting against your own interests. They're products, of the, not. they're products of the patriarchy. They're protected by the man's privilege. They shield themselves with man's privilege. Like their husbands make a lot of money or through the right. Christian religion or whatever it is. Their status is protected by that patriarchal system. Their popularity, their acceptance to whatever social organizations they belong to is all inherent to the man's right, acceptance right. and their popularity they're, they're, and their earning proximal their you have proximal to deprogram status them. to the power their proximal status to the power that if and you're not going to win them all over man, you're not right. but it doesn't mean they don't need to hear what they're actually fucking doing they do. you're not going to some of them you aren't going to convince but they should know no. where we all stand because i'll tell you what at this point i will I'm not one for burning bridges. I'm going to fucking start lighting matches and dropping them because if you're, if this is what you're voting for, you yep. can kiss my ass. Our right. values right. do not align. They right. just yeah. don't. Right. They don't right. at this point. And right. if you can't see beyond your tax breaks to see what's happening to women and soon 
LGBTQIA people and minorities and whatever, oh, then I don't, very soon, I don't have very time soon. to explain reality to you. No. So like, right. Right. I, I won't, I'm not going to be cruel. I can still be cordial with people, but as far as like intimate relationships, I'm done. I don't know that like, I this even is can, like, I don't know that I can even be cordial at these, at this point. Like you might get like, yeah, you're not going to get pleasantries from me. I like, I'm in a state right now where I can't. Well, you but know the we- friend that I'm thinking of, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering. But I don't think that person would be in favor of this. Right? That's the crazy thing. I know. Right, exactly. But those motherfuckers surprise you. <laughs> Listen, I'll get, I'm I, this about- is why I'm not, I'm not just for cutting people off like at the kneecaps. Give them a chance to be educated. If they show interest in your viewpoints and interest in why you feel that way, talk to them, educate them, give them the opportunity to learn. If they cut you off though and say, no, this is actually what I wanted. Our values don't align for me. That doesn't mean you, that doesn't mean anybody. Our, our values, my, my future daughter-in-law is in danger because of people like you. Stacy's kids who I love to the moon and back are in danger because of you. Like women that I care about are in danger because of your just lack of empathy. And I don't have time for, I'm too old for that shit now. Yeah. You make peace with it. Do, Do whatever you need to. That's for me. That's not for everyone else. I'm talking about me. I don't, I don't have fucking space for all that anymore. Like, and it's not, it's actually not my job to educate you. I can tell you my viewpoint. It's your job to educate you, but we have to start calling totally. fucking white women out. We have to because fucking minority women and black women, they're like I said, they're way ahead of the curve on this. This has been happening mm-hmm. to them for generations. We're just waking up to it. Like mm-hmm. you want to know why black people are so angry at white people because this feeling they've experienced this for 400 years mm-hmm. and still sure. feel it right yeah of course they're angry yeah of course mm-hmm. they are yeah we have to start calling it out for what it is there's no more politeness there's because this is real time now laws yeah. are being passed sure. things are being overturned things are actually happening shit is changing and if we do nothing i couldn't look at myself in in 30 years from now with the outcome if i just sat quietly for the sake of appeasement I just fuck that. Listen, I'm I'm a quarter Sicilian. I got no fucking patience for women who 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 fucking turn their backs on other women. Agreed. And and, you know, I, I always go back to Susan Collins. Fuck you, Susan Collins. You try you Senator, you try to make it seem like you're all for doing the right thing, you're all for women. But you are chasing that proximal power that when you fucking kiss men's ass, you think you get power for it. And and then you end up fucking dicking your own fellow women for it and fuck you. You end up like the fucking ant on Handmaid's Tale. There you go. What was her there's, name? There's no more playing the game. We yeah. are the game. Yeah. We're the yeah. whole fucking game. Absolutely. We're not playing their game anymore. Absolutely. We'll play by Absolutely. our rules. We 100%. control the sex. We control the kids. We control yeah. all of it. We're the yeah. fucking multitaskers. They can fucking sit in our world for a little bit. I'm done. 
Absolutely. Are there any female justice of the peace that? Oh yeah, just Supreme Court justices. Yeah, Supreme Court justices. One, Amy Comey Barrett. The other, the other three, they weren't listed on the majority opinion, which we can assume they're voting against it. What the fuck is wrong with her? Well, well, because well, she's a, she's a, she's a, she's a woman. Go ahead and Google Amy Comey Barrett and see what you come hey, up with. Do, do, you, do, you, do you watch The Handmaid's Tale? Because, she's because Serena she's, Joy. She's, she's Serena. fucking Serena Joy. She is a she's a fucking powerful wife of 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 of, of someone who is religiously motivated, and she will knife her own sisterhood in the back to promote this fucking patriarchal system where, where women continue to be subservient to men. She's a cunt. It's so sad how hard women <laughs> from the past have fought for this, have fought to, you know, to have to vote and to have equal rights. And we're still fighting for, you know, oh equal God. pay. It's wow. like, and, that, and, and we're just like, Right when we're going up this hill, it's like we're just sliding right back down it, and it fucking blows my mind. That side is the patriarchy. That's right, and and we're getting and we're getting fucking kicked in the head. We're getting kicked in the forehead by fucking women who should be on our side, but they're fucking pro-Trump. They're pro-husband. They're pro. I'm 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 gonna do what my husband says. I can't fucking think for myself and so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna be fucking pro-trump pro-conservative and they and they and you know like you said susan b anthony rbg every fucking gloria steinem every fucking woman that is that has fought at, at any level to try to get ahead and get equality there's fucking amy coney barrett and all these other fucking conservative motherfuckers who are standing up there with the men kicking those women in the forehead and shoving them back down the hill because they are not. Jackie, can I ask you a question? What about uh, Clarence Thomas and that whole thing with his wife? Fuck him, man. I I thought he was going to die from COVID. I got excited for like 20 seconds. (laughs) But like, hasn't he been like called to like resign and everything and like step down because of this whole involvement with his wife in the January 6th insurrection? Like, yep. How are he, how is he still allowed to cast any sort of vote? Because Wait, impeaching like, a Supreme Court justice would take a supermajority in the Senate, which would take oh, sixty votes, and we don't have it. Like the R, and he's not going to resign because he's a cockfight, right? So, so and he's a he's he's <laughs> he has sexually assaulted Anita Hill. He's just as bad right. as the rest of them. Like so, the the Democrats. Here's the other thing that has been like going around TikTok. Like Democrats need to codify it. They tried to in February. It didn't pass because they don't have a supermajority. Like, at what point do we just enlist the filibuster and it's just a 50, 50 rule? Like, what do we have to lose at this point? Like, we're worried about... If, if not now, when? If not now, when? Yeah, right? We're worried about Republicans getting in office and doing the same thing, but it's no better when the fucking... When Democrats get in office and they can't get anything done because they need 60 votes to get anything done. I heard a TikTok today I that... Actually- Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I just thought maybe it would like actually like make people want to go vote if they knew it wasn't such a like, it was, you know, if, it, if you knew it was a 50 50, you'd be like, shit, more could happen. I'm going to go vote. I'm going to go right. vote. So I heard this TikTok today that put it perfectly. And she's a lawyer and I'm a big fan of her. She's very funny. She's a lesbian lawyer. 
And um, she was talking about how the Democrats and the Republicans remind her a lot of that old like fable of the scorpion and the frog, how the scorpion tells the frog, if you can get me across the river. And he's like, why would I put you on my back? You're going to sting me. And he's like, why would I sting you? It'll kill us both. And the frog's like, okay, cool. So they get halfway across the river and the scorpion stings the frog and the frog dies. And he goes, why would you do that? And he says, it's just my nature. Democrats are the frog. Republicans are always the scorpion. We have to stop playing their fucking game and make it. Listen, if we're not going to get parliamentary rule in a parliamentary system where the vote actually goes to the people, people keep saying, oh, the whole system is burning down. Maybe it should. Maybe it fucking should, because what we're doing now is not working, because even when we elect Democrats, unless we elect a supermajority, which let's face it, the Electoral College does not allow for that easily. We are always in the situation where the Democrats come in and we have a, a slight lead and we're not able to get anything fucking done because we have to convince Joe Manchin, who, listen, there's a lot of hate for Joe Manchin. I'm not even hating on him because he is answering to the people of West Virginia who he's more popular now in West Virginia than he ever has been, ever. So you're talking about a state that relies on the majority of its economy from coal, right? Like West Virginia is a whole different entity. Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, Kirsten Cinema from Arizona, the Democratic Party is completely relying on them in the Senate to pass anything. You're talking about two historically Republican locations. We expect them to vote like progressive liberals. They're not progressive liberals. They're right. just not. So expecting them to do something different is insane. Stop hating on them. You want more progressive liberal policies? Elect progressive liberals. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin are not going to save you. They're just fucking not stop blaming mm-hmm. them for everything. They answer to their own people who are doing exactly what they were elected to do. This whole idea, the whole system is fucking broken. It's all fucking broken. Maybe it should burn down. Maybe we need a whole different regime. Maybe we do. But the fact that our entire fucking functionality is a country of democracy relies on nine Supreme court justices who all went to fucking Harvard. Talk about elites. Like you can kiss my ass. And one guy from West Virginia and one woman from Arizona. Like, get out of here. What do you expect would happen? Get rid of the filibuster. Pass some shit. Who cares what the Republicans do when they get in office? Like, get some shit done and then you will keep electing Democrats if people actually see progress in the name of fucking progress. You want to get people to the polls? Stop sending out $15 emails asking for money and fucking get rid of the filibuster, you pussies. You're all a bunch of pussies. I got all these emails and it made it look like I was getting sent to small claims court. (laughs) Like final notice. Did you get any of those? And it was like, oh yeah, all of them. You're not going to be a Democrat anymore. It literally was like Nancy Pelosi emailed. Pero O'Rourke emailed like all these things and I was like what is happening right now it looked like I don't know it looked like I, I just wanted to talk to Nancy <laughs> but play stupid games win guys. stupid prizes Ooh, oh, absolutely Taylor, Taylor. can't go wrong <laughs> does anyone have anything to add before we move it on to what we're obsessed with I went on a rant so I apologize can I do my space thing huh Oh yeah, Julie's face corner. Okay, she's got fans now. She has to answer to the fans. I do have to answer the. I have to answer to my folks. <laughs> I do. They, Her constituents. Why are the bounty hunter? They they want to hear what I have to say. I mean, what can I what can I do? 
give the people what they want. That's all you gotta. That's I mean, all you need. Right? Do. Quit stalling. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we've been on here for here. days. <laughs> okay, so I just wanted to up, update everybody on James Webb, the our telescope that's out there right now. It um it just got done. It just finished aligning the alignment phase last week. And it was, it was able to pick up a few distant stars, which is really cool. But now it's going through, um, they're testing it right now. So they're going to put it in, ex in extreme weather. They're going to put it in extreme heat and extreme cold and make sure to make sure it doesn't um, fuck up the optics on it, that its images are still clear. So that's going to take a couple weeks for them to do that. They're going to heat first and then they're going to shoot it down to the cold they're more concerned with the cold um but then after assuming that everything goes as well as it's been going with the telescope then they're going to basically let it take off and they're going to start going into different atmospheres and stuff like that and taking pictures and we'll start getting some really cool images so i just wanted to update everybody on that and that's Is what he i gonna really survive cool. because i picture wally when I picture Aww. Ben, it's Wally. And everything with, with James and everything with this telescope has gone better than expected. So hey, I'm pretty sure it's going to go well. They're really optimistic about it, thinking it's going to go well. So, um, and you can, I think I've told you guys this before, but Stacy actually showed me that you can follow it on NASA.com and see exactly where it's at. So I'm going to be following it to see where exactly. Reporting live. <laughs> where exactly they put it, you know, when they go into extreme heat and then how far they drop it or where they go with it to put it into the extreme cold. So um, I'm. Do they drop it like it's hot before it goes <laughs> into the cold? <laughs> I, only got like, I only got like two hours of sleep and I drink this truly and I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're, they're going to drop it like it's hot and then they're going to drop it like it's cold. Oh, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> as a my younger God, millennial, so I really appreciate that. <laughs> oh my God. A younger millennial. My <laughs> I really thought maybe you didn't hear that. <laughs> oh no, I got it. Wow. Stay so, sweet. That's oh, not good. No, I'm done. Oh, um, so I'm so sorry. So I was at the mall with my daughters this weekend and we went to look at Doc Martens because it's one of those things we all love. And my youngest said something about like, why can't we change the laces to red? So my older daughter was trying to explain why you can't wear black Doc Martens with red laces. So I brought them home and we watched American History X as a family. Oh, the curb I scene. The curb forgot scene. a lot about that movie. <laughs> but I feel like every teenager needs to. It almost needs to be shown in high school, but cut out the like sexy checking. <laughs> yeah, because like they were kind of like eh, when it started out because it starts in black and white. There's a lot of you know like stuff being thrown around where you're like, what is even going on? But both of them were like into it, like halfway through and it held their attention and they were like appalled and it's just I forgot how good that movie is so mm -hmm. if you've never seen it watch it also if you have older teens watch it with them the curb scene though oh yeah that's who we obsessed with um 
I don't know. Besides the fall of democracy. Yeah. That's really been, um, <laughs> it's really been taking over my life. For like 20 minutes, I was obsessed with the outfits at the Met Gala yesterday. And then this quickly happened. dissolved. It really went away fast. So, Fucking Alito. Thanks, Alito, yeah, for ruining you that. the Met Gala for me. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Um, I don't know. I think that I really only got like two and a half hours of sleep last night. So I'm just like, I'm really struggling right now. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, I am obsessed with uh, the end of Ozark and Gail's house. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with Gail. Scared the shit out of me. I'm obsessed with Gail and her fucking tie. Oh my god, you in the tie, Jean. I'm obsessed with the end of Ozark. Um, we binged it on Saturday, and God, Jean, are you caught up? No, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna no. take my earplugs out. I'm not, no, I'm, not I'm not caught up. I'm, I'm not caught oh, up. Either. You're not caught up either. No, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of watching it. I'm I'm right. three yeah, episodes no, in. Oh my no, god. I'm I'm gonna do a big old binge, but I'm just not ready to yet. I First of all, that maybe one of my, well, I always say this. It's one of my very favorite TV shows on television. Um, I, I don't know if the listening population knows Jason Bateman is wow. one of the only men, oh. aside from Chris Evans and Zach Efron. You kind of a for. long list. Well, I know it's like five, whatever. Um, <laughs> but like, it's obviously probably not going to happen. That being said, probably. I love him so much. And probably. then Laura Linney is just, so I've like, she's one of my favorite television characters of all time like her and alex levy there's something about like a a villain that's a hot badass like i just fucking love it i love it and you oh, really so do good. like the villains i do i loved regina mills yeah, <laughs> that's like i just love um the redemption arc that's possible so it's just fun i ozark is just so good and i'm i'm like ready to start it all over like that's how much i loved it it's a good but it's show. it's a very very i felt like it was a very satisfying finale so i'd love to talk about it when you finally get to the end i'm probably gonna get to the end tonight <laughs> okay I think that in light of like what's been going on in the news you should post a link to where you got your shirt on oh. facebook oh yes yes i am wearing a uh <laughs> a uterus flipping off that's awesome i will post the link where's my notes Joel, <laughs> what are you lost, obsessed with? lost track of the notes what have i done well i had knee surgery on friday so oh, i you're looking good for just I'm having you feel good okay i feel good <laughs> <laughs> um i actually got re-obsessed with because my mom was here and she she hadn't watched anything. She hasn't watched The Wild. She didn't watch Yellow Jackets. And then I almost- Mom's good Anna. for a binge though. Mom's good for a binge. She's never She'll... watched the morning show. And I'm like- Anna. But, Anna. But, I, but I had already got her into, but I'd already got her into Animal Kingdom. And she's I like, well, I want to keep watching this. I'm like, no, no, you have to watch the morning show. But she yes. was happy with her Animal Kingdom. So um, Animal Kingdom was also- So I got re-obsessed with 
the wilds and yellow jackets those are just God, the best so damn good. shows and, I'm and the wilds the second wilds is coming out yeah, yeah. yeah. May second may i think it's may 2nd right i hear it's all about the boys though may 2nd was yesterday yesterday oh my god i was totally satisfied re-watching both shows Wait. like yeah it was they're such good shows so i would say that and then yeah starting the ozarks has been really really good um or ending oh, the, the ozarks yeah May the, ending the ozarks has been really really good so that's oh, what just tv so. been watching a bunch of tv yeah that's it jane um i have said this before over the years um but i am still obsessed with the blacklist james spader is still kicking it yeah. as fucking red reddington and and i follow uh Deirdre Lovejoy, who is uh, Senator Cynthia Panabaker on Instagram. And I commented and she liked one of my comments. And so I'm all about that now. Um, <laughs> that sounds accurate. God, that's like it. Bird. Remember when Taylor Jenkins read? Oh my God. I literally <laughs> I almost shit my pants. She's like, I'm going to read yours too. I'm like, no, you're not. Right? No, but you I mean, just the fact that she it. said it, yeah, right? right? Just the fact that she said it. Yeah, just the fact that Senator Cynthia Panabaker, Cynthia or Deidre Lovejoy, uh, liked what I posted on her on her Instagram. Um, I'm still totally obsessed with with the blacklist. If y'all haven't watched it, I don't know what you're waiting for. I just put it um, in my notes. What what oh is it on? It's good. It's oh, really good. it's it's it, it's it's NBC and it's it's an FBI. Um, and James Spader is just fucking amazing in this show i just love him isn't death. he it's... flicks voice in bugs life yeah. uh, is he i don't i don't know but i do know that i do know that he played that recovering alcoholic on seinfeld who was working at the ice cream shop and he, <laughs> and he wouldn't apologize to george because george ruined the neck hole in his sweater I mean, but it's, it was just the whole thing but, but anywho i'm obsessed with no, the blacklist it's still dave foley oh okay i thought yeah. so oh, all right and I'm and, I, and I'm Nobody also cares, obsessed sorry. with all of you young ladies on we this podcast you, who just continue to work and strive for equity and fairness and feminism and all the great things that can happen when people stop being dicks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm obsessed with so Lex actually started watching the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, so I've been watching it with her and. <laughs> I, I forgot how fucking funny that show was. It's so just good. hilarious and it's delightful. Oh, and the way she laughs at Susie, like full belly laugh, like <laughs> delighted by her brings me so much joy, like literal joy. Oh, and Susie's I'm a, one of the best characters. Oh, for like, sure. So fucking good. I'm obsessed with watching like the literal fall of Rome happen in front of our eyes. So that's oh, fun. Um, and, uh, because we're supposed to just go on with our capitalistic lifestyles as the days continue to drudge on while everything falls apart around us. I officially packed my back, passed my background for my new job. So I've been officially yes. offered the job. Yay. So, so Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. None of your old charges popped up on there, huh? Take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> One did. Yeah. <laughs> So that's it for us this week, guys. Hey, everyone's going to get burnt out in the coming weeks. Fucking don't get burnt out. Suck it up. Self-care, man. Just remember, well, one, self-care, and two, 
Remember that this is a time that will be discussed in history books the same way the civil rights movement is discussed, the same way that first wave of feminism was discussed. Like you are part of the third wave of feminism and you have the to pendulum. keep fighting even when you're tired. Here. The pendulum Be on the right the side. The pendulum will swing back. That's have, right. the, have the best day available to you. We will not be with you next week because Julie and I will be at my brother's first wedding. And um, we'll catch you. <laughs> You're such a dick. I, I didn't mean it like that. You did. <laughs> no. It's the first time. It's the first time he's getting married. Yeah, it's uh-huh. good for him. Uh-huh. Uh, we will be in North Carolina, hoping that our rights don't get stripped away when we get off the plane. Fingers crossed. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Fierce Fan Media.